You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Relax. I'm Colleen Ballinger. I'm Colleen Ballinger's husband. Eric Stocklin is his name. And this is Relax, a show that is not very relaxing, but it is a show where we try to relax. Yeah, not to be confused with a lot of podcasts uh, that are meant to just help you relax. If you're listening to that and starting on episode eight, you have are strange and have come to the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this episode is going to be a lot of... I don't know what. I don't know what to expect for this episode, but... I think it's a big episode. This might bigger. be our best. Oh, you know episode what? We ever. actually do have really big, exciting news. Big episode. We do have really exciting news this episode. Uh, we yes, have, and we have a lot of exciting things to tell you guys. First of all, we need to talk about who needs to relax, and then we're gonna go to the exciting. We'll get stuff. right into it. Okay, so who needs to relax? Lovey. I feel like I always go first. Why don't you go first this week? Because Lovey. I haven't thought about it yet. I know. <laughs> um. I will say uh, that uh, uh, that I am socially awkward. Would you agree with that statement? Mm. I think that I am. You okay. don't? No, I think you're shy, but I don't think you're socially awkward. I but am. Okay. I am right now. Okay. Uh, I also like to be a gentleman mm-hmm. uh, and like to be perceived that way. Okay. And I would like to talk about... What needs to relax this week for me is the uh, the concept of holding a door open for someone when they're walking behind you. Now, this has always been, I feel like, a hot topic. Like, at what point, how close does the person behind you walking need to be for you to uh, main, like maintain status at the door, holding it for them to be polite? Okay. Uh, and this, I feel like, has just become more heightened and extreme in this pandemic. So, I don't think I told you the story, but the other day I had to go to... Uh, the lot to be tested for my job for coronavirus. And then I was walking back and I got to the parking garage, which to get into the parking garage, there are these two glass doors that you hold open. And there was a woman walking behind me 10, 20 feet. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like close enough to where in normal times as a gentleman, I would have, uh, she's close enough. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to hold the door open for her just so like she doesn't have to make that extra effort of pulling the knob herself. Like mm-hmm. I will just hold it a quarter to half the way open, but in a pandemic and you're supposed to be six feet away from somebody. Oh yeah. How do you, what's polite in that? Cause I had looked back and we had made eye contact. So she, I couldn't like just pretend like I, well, I didn't know she was walking behind me. I was, we were both aware uh, that, that I knew that she was there and I, it would be socially appropriate for me to hold the door open for her in normal circumstances, but not pandemic times. So I just, Kind of shrugged and let the door close <gasps> behind did? me Lovely. because yeah, that's so rude. I know, I know. Oh my god! And then, but then it was so. She went home and told people that no, someone but did then that it was so strange that like and so awkward that like I then waited inside the door, but like ten feet away from the door to say, "Hey, sorry if that was." I wanted to hold the door for you, but you know, pandemic, and we both kind of laughed about okay, it. Okay, good, good, good. And uh, thought it was funny, but I just thought it was like a unique um, s- social interaction. Uh, That's care so of coronavirus. Funny. Um, 
And I wonder if other people have... You don't leave the house. Uh, no, I, I don't. I very rarely do. So I just hadn't even had to deal with that kind of social interaction in so long. And I... Sh- I Sorry, and let the door oh shut. God. But then I was like, I have to stay and like uh, explain. And uh, if you're out there, and I'm sure you're listening, <laughs> you get it. Uh, yeah. So the concept of holding the door needs to relax. What 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 part of that story needs I to just relax? Wanted to tell that story. Oh, okay. I liked it. Um, I think that packaging for children's toys needs to relax. That's what I think. Oh, this is a great one. <laughs> this is a good. You one. You just thought of this while I was talking. I just did because I was giving. I gave Flynn a toy tonight in a a little tiny like tractor i mean it was literally two inches by two inches like small and it was in the most ligatures they're kept in boxes with ligatures like those clear plastic very tight you can barely get the scissors you need first of all you need scissors you can barely get the scissors under them so and now there's like screws now they're like plastic screwed in yeah there's like they're screwed in wired in. you can't even use scissors staples just the most bondage crazy and every time and he's so sweet and patient for a two-year-old but like how frustrating for him to like see a toy that he wants so bad and he has then wait 10 minutes for you to figure out how to frustrating open the packaging. for me i can't even get it out and it, that sharp thick plastic that they wrap stuff in it bends it like does that thing with the scissors where they then like fold over themselves and <laughs> yeah. bend sideways they won't even like, like cut sis- it like yes yeah, scissors are like i can't do you this need, man like, like Italian i don't know you. tailor scissors to be able to it's cut through so those things crazy. i hate why do they make it so intense like it's a it's a tractor that costs three dollars like, i wonder is it a theft why? is it a security issue I don't know, but like when it's a tractor that's like $3 or a tiny little truck for 99 cents, why is the packaging like that? I honestly really have no idea. Me. I'm like, is it, is it like for security from like shop shoplifters? I couldn't tell you, like love. Me? I think it's just to piss me off. I think that's the reason. So that's who needs to relax. Because certainly it costs extra in production. To do all this like to, heavy duty. Yeah plastic like super glue tape very elaborate sometimes they're like the twisties but like industrial twisty ties the freaking wire twisties get out of here with these wire twisties okay so we have a couple of exciting things to talk about that are not those frustrating things First of all, you guys. That was a good one. I'm, I thank you. I'm starting off with a bang. I feel like you're going to not be happy that I'm sharing this news right away, but I'm so excited about it. I can't contain myself. You guys, next week, we have the biggest superstar in the world who's it's going to be on Oh, you're already talking about next yeah, week? Because I'm so excited about it. <laughs> next week, guys. Well, this has been like the talk of the town in this household. Next week, we have the biggest celebrity yeah. we have ever known i'm honestly uh shaking is that what people say shook i'm shook i am shooketh to the core yeah uh i reached out shot in the dark email to the biggest celebrity uh truly the biggest like the most like if you think i have a lot of views on youtube and this is not me tooting my own horn but i do have billions of oh, views on no, the internet this is a way bigger this, youtuber this person you. i wouldn't even say youtuber like this is an artist icon Icon artist, unreal, like obliterates me. And this is true. And we are obliterates me. Like I have, I am a, I am nothing. I have zero views compared to this person. No one should ever speak my name compared to how how many views this person has. So genius, genius, incredible. Yeah, we're Zoom. We're on Zoom. We're interviewing somebody. um, Should we say who it is next week? No, 
We, yes, we not. should. We sh- I want to say. You don't think we should say? No, we'll keep them in suspense. No um, way. We got to say who it is. It's a huge deal. It's so exciting. Well, uh, they're a big celebrity. I don't want them to like back out. No, we, no, no, no. We're, yes, we got to say. No, no, no. no. Anyways. Come on. What else? No, we got to say. We got to say who it is. Come on. They're going to be so mad if we tickle their taint like that and not tell them. We got to tell them. Okay. If you want to, I guess gotta, I didn't know we were doing that, but okay. This is, this is a big deal. They're going to be so mad if we don't say, if we build it up like that. <clears throat> this is okay. The, the biggest celebrity in the world in our house, because we listen to their music every single day. We're obsessed with their music. We're so grateful for their music. Genius. Their music has brought such joy and bonding to our family and life. It is all we listen to. Mm-hmm. If you did that like Spotify end of the year thing where it shows you everything you've listened to. It would only be this. It would this. only be them and it would be 30 to 40 times a day for each song. We? In the car, in the morning, uh-huh. in the afternoon, in the night. Anywhere and everywhere. We are rocking out to? 20 trucks. Truck tunes. Truck tunes. So there is a YouTube channel that our son is obsessed with. It is how he knows every single truck. You guys know we do truck of the day every single week. Well, almost every week. Whenever Flynn's feeling like he wants to do it. Whenever he asks to do it. Yeah. Um, we have a truck of the day today, by the way, in this episode. Flynn was begging to do it today. He's like, truck of the day today. <laughs> he like really yeah. wanted to share his truck of the day. So that's coming later. But... Um, the reason he knows everything about trucks is because of these songs on YouTube. And you guys, millions and millions and millions of views. And we've, Eric and I have talked back and forth. Trillions. Trillions. We've talked back and forth so many times about who should we interview on the podcast? Like we could interview, you know, I have, I know some well-known people, like they're my friends. Like I, yeah, you know. but for our first interview, we had to go big. We had to go big. And so Eric was like, Oh my God, what if I could? Cause we've talked about how we want them to perform at our wedding. Like, yeah, I'm going to ask him that in the interview. We've, we're if already married, but like we we want to have a big reddit, a wedding we party after uh, the pandemic, and we've talked about how like we need them to be at the wedding because it's all we listen to, like in our family, and we're so obsessed and we love their songs. It's so much better than most of the garbage you I listen would dance to. Dance my face. Off. I already do. We do every night. We I dance know. every we night to their music. You guys, we are so, like. This is such a big deal. So I found an email that I didn't even know if it was real. And I just sent an email being like, well, I don't know. And I I heard back uh, a very suspenseful day and a half later. And the creative team. Mm -hmm. Of 20 tracks. A duo. Of 20 tracks. Behind it. They're going to they're going to let us interview them. We're like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, we're very, very excited. So that's something to look forward to next week, guys. It's going to be really intense. We are very, very nervous and starstruck. But like we could have had Jojo Siwa. I have so many questions. We could have had like, I mean, I'm I, we have so many like famous friends love. It could have been Jojo Siwa. could have been could, Ariana Grande. It could have been Rachel no. Ballinger. It could have been the I think of all the YouTubers I know who are super famous. Like Joey. There's Angela Kinsey from The Office. We we did haters back off of there. There's so many people we could have chosen. And we were like, no, it's got to be these name people. drop. No, I'm just saying that's how famous these people are. Like, that's how famous they are to us. Like, that's how oh, yeah. big this of a celebrity. Is way, this way is a bigger way deal. bigger deal than anyone I'm else we could have I'm currently sweating even thinking about it. Because it's We're like... We're nervous. Then we get so much time. It's like when, when people ask that famous question, like, if you could sit down with two people. And people are like, oh, them. if I could sit with, like, Jesus and Gandhi and have dinner. You know what I mean? Or like, we've whatever. This it would so be them we've, for me. We've had so many conversations. Like, who are these people? Who are they? Who Why this? are their songs so Is he classically so trained? Why are the songs so good? Is it just like a dad? Is he? Did he used to have a band? And then he was like, I'm just going to do this now? Because they, they, you guys, you don't understand. Millions and millions and millions of views on the internet. Um, and they're 
every kid knows like all my mom friends i'll be like oh you gotta listen to truck tunes and they're like oh i know truck tunes like truck tunes is it like they are they already know all the songs it's it's genius and it's actually they're great whoa, whoa, why anyway, are we talking about we, we weren't even Moving planning on, on talking Moving about on. this all right guys so guess what march 3rd that's today the day this podcast comes out my husband is super famous today because he is going to be on Good Trouble. I'm so excited. It's the third episode of the third season of Good Trouble tonight. And that is the episode. My husband's character finally appears. And he's been working so hard and amazing on this season. Hard and, and amazing. Hard and amazing. It's what Eric, I always say about you. Hard and amazing <laughs> Stockland. That's what they called me But I'm college. so freaking excited <laughs> to see it. And I'm so excited for everyone to see it. And also... I hope that's not true. <laughs> just as I said, that's I what like, everyone called everyone you in called college. Me hard and amazing. You know. <laughs> okay, I didn't even mean that. Is it anyway? You're neon red. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he is going to be on Good Trouble, so please tune in. We are so so excited. I'm excited for everyone to watch it. I'm excited to watch it. I'm uh, all very excited about it. But like, I it's there's I dread watching myself no, as an actor. It's gonna be so good. Makes me very uncomfortable. The best actor ever. So please watch Good Trouble tonight, Wednesday. Tonight at 10. March uh, it airs 3rd. on Freeform, uh, mm-hmm. which also has an app that I found. And then it airs next day on Hulu. Yeah. Check all out. owned by Mickey Mouse himself. Did you know Mickey Mouse owns pretty much the universe? Mickey Mouse and Jennifer Lopez signed my checks. That's true. She's an executive producer of Good mm-hmm. Trouble. Um, so anyway, I, I thought it would be cool to um, talk to you a little bit about that. But also, because you're an actor and you're an incredible actor, I think a lot of people think like, oh, I, I just think a lot of people don't understand how much goes into it. And I want people to know some stories of like your acting experiences. Like we know we've talked about Good Trouble and this your experience on the show and like the COVID precautions and how intense it is on set and how different it is. Yeah. But you're, you've been on so many shows. Not so many. Yes, you have. You've been on so many shows. Like every day I get a tweet from someone like, oh my gosh, I just saw your husband on Vampire Dies. Oh my gosh, I just saw your husband on um, Criminal well, that Minds. Was my, that just, was my f- uh, first um, job on TV. I had been... Uh, a theater major in college and I had been with a equity Shakespeare company and I had studied in uh, New York at an acting school. Um, but after moving to LA, my first job on TV was uh, Vampire Diaries. Yes. Which uh, people, people still ask about. I, I guess it's still popular. I don't know. It is very popular. It's on and, Netflix now maybe. Um, and, and so I, people are now watching it or they did watch it or were aware of it. I only appeared in an episode. Right. And I want to know more about it because I've never seen that episode and I want to ask you questions about it. You want some, it, some Vampy D's stories? I do. Stop saying weird things that are <laughs> sexual. Vampy D's. People don't talk. So, say this don't vampy ever D's? say Vampy D's. Anyway, uh. um, before we hop into that, I do want to talk about our first sponsor really quick. It is, of course, Daily Harvest. The reason I'm excited to talk about them is because sometimes I do not have the time or energy to cook dinner at night, especially lately. I feel like as Flynn gets into his toddler phase, I spend the whole day chasing him around while also juggling a full-time job and business. And you're working so much more now on Good Trouble that I'm just exhausted by the end of the day and you are too. So between the toddler and our full-time jobs, we are pooped at the end of the day and don't want to cook a full meal. And that is where Daily Harvest comes in. They've completely changed the game for us, which is amazing. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food, all built on organic 
vegetables right to your door. It takes literally minutes to prepare, and I never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is good for me. Daily Harvest is ready when you are. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it, so you waste less food too. You don't have to overthink any of your meals for the week with Daily Harvest. Smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch and dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather, like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and soups. And their harvest bowls are bomb. Yeah, you know, it's, it's great when you don't want to cook, but also you don't want gross, like, takeout. Sometimes takeout can get gross when you just keep having it. Like, yeah. this is... Uh, and it's just ready. Like, you just have to heat it up. It's, it's, it's incredible. In the middle, it's here, and it is good for you. Amazing. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, including their recently launched almond milk, which is made of only almonds and a dash of sea salt. That's it. This is super convenient because we are always stocked up whenever we need almond milk for our smoothies or for Flynn cereal, anything like that. Um, we're ready to go. Daily Harvest is also committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in the process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. Daily Harvest is undeniably delicious, clean food without the prep. We really love it. And it is so easy. It's also nice to know that while I'm eating it, like Flynn can come have some. I know it's super good for him. There's no junk in it. It's like all fresh and amazing. So uh, it's... I'm just impressed you said compostable as, as well and clearly <laughs> as you did. I can see how hard Well, because I was thinking... Compostable. I was, I was thinking compost. I know it's that a, word is hard for me. I never know how to pronounce that word. That was, anyway. You did great. I, I was complimenting you. Oh, thank you. So if you guys want to get started, go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code RELAX to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code RELAX for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. Go check it out. We really love it. I think you guys will too. So now that we have talked about delicious food that is good for you, I want to talk about your diet back in the day of blood, I guess. Were you a vampire on the show? I was... Whoa, you haven't, have you not? I literally don't know what you did on the show. I've seen the scene. I, no, I, I was remember. a werewolf, of course. Oh, werewolf. I, I was a werewolf named Stevie. Stevie, who wore one of those? Stevie the werewolf with his visor beanie. That, yeah, the visor beanie is rough. But. I fought that. I think I could say that now. The statute of limitations for this wardrobe decision uh, has been lifted. I They wanted me to wear a visor beanie. I don't even know that they were, I don't think that they were cool then, I, but it was the choice. But uh, as the actor and person portraying, I kind of, I, uh, I purposefully left it in my trailer when I went you? to set, being like, "Well, they're not going to have it, and I'm not going to have to wear this uh, visor beanie." Um, and we did rehearsed it, and I wasn't wearing it, and, and yada yada. And then right when they, before they called action on the first actual take, like a wardrobe person ran up and was like, "Oh, we found your visor beanie. You left it in your trailer." And I was like, "Great." Well, uh, I didn't think I, th- I thought you iconic. looked. I thought you looked cute with a visor beanie, but all I I've seen that one scene where outside and it looked cold because I could see your breath. But I remember it was cold. It was the, the only- coldest day in recorded history. I feel like uh, in Atlanta, outside Atlanta, Georgia, that morning it was like below zero when we were filming that. Well, the only thing I can remember from it because I haven't seen the episode. Um, I've only seen that one scene. Is you have some line where you go like, and then it clicks. You just said I that. was so proud of that go, choice. And then it oh, what an idiot. clicks. Yeah, and that's, that's all I can remember. No, it's not embarrassing. It's amazing. It's a good choice. I thought it was in the script. That wasn't in the script. It wasn't in the script. It was a choice. The the that's not in the script. I yeah. guess how would you I write remember that? I had this that big monologue, and the other actors we were all freezing. We had like you know they had like you know hand warmers. 
Oh yeah. They had like hand warmer inserts. Like we had to wear like body things that had like warmer inserts, like on our abdomen. Cause it was literally below zero. And we started shooting at like uh, six or seven in the morning. It was snowing right before that. That was that was like my mouth didn't function. My face didn't function. So didn't, this was your first big job, right? Yeah, I was working uh, retail at this time. I was like, where in between? Uh, I <laughs> say, that. say it. Why not? Well, because I did, I was like. I, I tried waiting tables. It was hard to find it. Like a lot of, you always think like, well, all, all actors are like bartenders or, or, or waiters or waitresses in LA, but a lot of places don't want to hire you if you are that because you're always trying to um, switch your shift or calling out because of an audition or whatever. So I, <laughs> I worked at Urban Outfitters. What's wrong with this? I, I, I don't love know. Urban it's Outfitters. cool. It's a job. Hey man, I was also I was working. it's cool. I love yeah, their clothes. And my, uh, they're not paying us. Um, the boss, my boss there was awesome. I'm still friends with her. She's yeah. great. Um, and uh, so folding stacks of t-shirts really neatly, graphic tees, I can still do it. Um, and you in the can meantime, still fold shirts. Oh, I can why fold that shirts a, that you wouldn't believe. There's like a board you use to fold the shirt over. And then you slip the board out and then you do the next one. You can, I'm saying I can make a nice stack of tees. Okay. Uh and, uh, you know, auditioning in the meantime, it was like really flexible. It was good. I lived right next to it. It's the one on, uh, the one on Melrose. So, but this, you were working there when you got the job. Yeah. And so then I, uh, found out I got, my boss was awesome. They were like, so I, when I found, I had auditioned for it. Um, and it was one of those cool auditions where like I, I, I did the thing and this really happened and I, I did the scene, once or twice, and then I walked out, and you walk out through the lobby, through the other actors, all these other dudes that you know kind of look like you and weird versions of you waiting in the lobby for their turn. And then I walked to the elevators, and then someone had run a casting assistant had casting assistant had run out through the lobby into the elevators and was like, "Hey, can you come back?" And they wanted me to like do it again for some reason. And then I got a call that I got it. And not only did I get it, it shoots uh, in Atlanta and we're flying you out there tonight at like 5 a.m. So it was my first time flying first class ever in my life. Um, wow. I, I sat next to there was a show called um, like Housewives of Atlanta. Was that a thing? That's a show. Like there's like I know they do different cities, but mm -hmm. I sat next to one of the in first class in the first row next to one of the famous I guess she's a housewife in Atlanta and oh, was on people a reality are be, show. People are probably yelling at their Do they know podcast. her? Well, I don't know because they're going to be mad that I'm not asking which one because I don't know because I've never seen the show. Yeah. But One of them. And I then, so it was a 5 a.m. flight. I didn't sleep. It was a 5 a.m. flight. First couple of time in my life. And then I get to Atlanta and they bring me straight to set. Like straight to set so I can meet with the director and wardrobe and, and whatever before shoot, starting shooting the next day. Um, and as I first walked in, the the lead of the show is an actor named Ian Sommerhalder, and uh, and he was there, uh, covered in fake blood and just lifting weights. Really? Yeah. Like I he had he had this. weights that he that. kept. Uh, I don't know. I think I don't know. Like there was weights that he was lifting them, and he's covered in fake blood. He's in between takes, but they you know these wait are, in between takes. So on set, like you're on set in between takes. Yeah, cause, I mean these are a bunch of hot people just sucking blood. I don't they know got, anything I, about the show. They gotta look juiced up or what? I don't know. They gotta look okay swole as they uh, okay do the thing. He's awesome, by the way. Really nice. I just thought it was really funny that like he's covered in blood my lifting first weights. introduction. He's just covered in blood lifting weights. Like, hey, how's it going? Like truly, like that. In between then going to do his next. 
uh, take. I just so remember wait, that and thought that was, was awesome. Is he, he must have been a vampire if he's blood. He, yeah, he was the lead you are, vampire. Werewolf. You're a werewolf. Did you do CGI? Like, did you turn into a werewolf? I did How not, have I not seen no, this? No, I did not transform into a werewolf, unfortunately, a werewolf? unless you count a visor beanie. <laughs> But how do you know you're a werewolf then? Like, how do uh, the Because audience... there was a whole storyline to where it's like, uh, werewolves, vampires don't get along. You may know this from Twilight. Famously from Twilight. I just, I think that's also just a thing going back in time in all the uh, iterations of vampire and werewolf uh, movie and film projects. Uh, but there was a storyline where a bunch of werewolves were like gearing up for something I th- was like a, a curse that they were going to put on the vampires to make the sun come out. We were plotting, uh, and I came in at the tail end of it. I was, I think, I was supposed to keep recurring, but then the kind of whole werewolf plot was written. They had gone a different way with the story. Mm. I think that's true, okay. or maybe I just tell myself that to feel better about then not recurring. But the other main werewolf. Uh, is this actor named Stephen Amell, who's now very famous. He was the he became Arrow on the show Arrow on the CW. Okay. Is that the one I thought was Arthur? Maybe. Okay. Uh, but it, yeah, it was funny to to have worked with him. And he was also a really great guy and a good actor. And then like a year later, he was like the entire sides of buildings were just just his shirtless torso for advertising for the premiere wow. of Arrow, which went on for a number of years. And I think he has a new show now that your friend who played uh, Jenna in Waitress. I don't have friends. Oh, Allison. Allison. <laughs> I, th- I think she got cast in his new show that's about uh, wrestlers. Oh, that's somewhere. Neato. Yeah. Um, so he was, uh, he was, uh, yeah, that was, he, me and him were werewolves. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I always It was think, cold. Yes. What I always love about when you talk about Vampire Diaries is something that's very true for actors, I think, in general, it's true for at least every actor I've known, including myself, is that when you finally get like some big gig, you oh, think I thought like, I was in the club. I did it. I did yeah, it. You it, think I did it? It had just and been like such a long, strange this. road. And now I'm finally on this popular television show. I thought I was in the club. And now they like, they just I, give you, know, you parts. Yeah. And like I felt he, fragile. I would drive my car around LA after I found out I got it. I, I, I was doing it or whatever. Like I, um, I was like, oh, I can't get hurt now. I'm, f- I'm, I'm famous. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they're just giving me, you know what I mean? I felt like different uh, and I felt like I was in the club and they would just, I'm a stunt, you know what I mean? Now they just give you jobs and certainly is not the case. No, you have to, you have to go through this phase when Every you're in the time. entertainment industry of like, Oh, it's all you, you struggle and work so hard. Like in this industry, you work so, so hard and struggle and fight and claw your way up to have any sort of success. And then you have success and you're like, ah, and you would think then you would be able to like breathe for a minute and be like, I did it. Like, here's a breath of fresh air. I made it to the next step of the ladder, but that never happens. It is. It might happen sometimes for some people. It's like a different. I don't think that's true. I I think think some people like the button is just pressed. Like there's a go button, and they're like with the right age. I don't know. Like, are they just it? And like the button is pressed, and they just go. But for a lot of people, and for my path, like you have to sweat it out and and earn it and be perfect for it and win the lottery each job. In the room, right? You have to, uh, other or, yeah, yeah. Well, but and it's up and down. But even, but I think even if those people who where there's a push of a button, which I don't really know what that means, but they still there's so much that has to be done to like stay relevant, to stay 
to keep their career going. It's not just like they just sit at home and wait for someone to call and give them a gig. Like they're working their butts off. People yeah. who are relevant and and famous. I don't. And- yeah, I only know like my. I've never been like the the networky type. I never like have been like the sh- shaking hands at parties and tr- you know what I mean. Kind of person in the entertainment industry. Like I've never. I don't go to like the parties or like I'm in. I don't right. have any friends. <laughs> I just, I just like show up to the audition and, uh, but yeah, I certainly thought like, well, this is it. I did it. Now I never have to really, I, they just give it to me now. They just give me every job. It was really, then it, then they don't. Immediately not. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that's not how that works. And yeah. I mean, we film auditions often here at this house uh-huh. and Eric is extremely talented. So he often gets a callback or gets pinned or books things. But what's crazy about this industry is it's impossible to get an audition. And if you get not an agent, a manager, whatever, if you get one, you've won the lottery. It's impossible to get auditions. If you get one, you win the lottery. It's impossible to get a callback. It's impossible to get pinned. It's impossible to do all these things. It's impossible to get a gig. But even if you get a gig, oh yeah, it's still doesn't mean anything because well, I mean I, it does yeah. but but for example like you know here in Hollywood we have what is called pilot season where you go out and audition for pilots and you hope the pilot gets picked up and then it becomes a TV show and they spend all this money making a pilot and it is a television episode it's real it's everything Eric has multiple times booked pilots gone and shot them like left town for weeks to go shoot these huge pilots and then they don't get picked up and that happened. And it's all today. my and it's all my fault. No, it's not. But it did happen today. That's what I think. He filmed a that pilot happened today. recently. Yeah. I was I did a pilot right before Christmas um in the middle of shooting Good Trouble. Like they worked it out so I could do this pilot at the same time. Uh and then yeah, I just found out today that it's not getting picked up. So like I'll never see it. You'll never see it. You'll never it's crazy know anything that he was on set for about days. it. And uh, yeah, it was like this big, huge thing. And every working with a crew of over a hundred people, and everyone's so nice and awesome. And they make this pilot, and you're like, you read it, and you and I was laughing out loud, and I was like, this is going going to go on for six right. seasons. And then uh, yeah, that's no, really disappointing. Or even like when when Flynn was only two months old, something like that. Eric was in Vancouver for a week or two yeah, shooting I did a, a pilot. I did a pilot with Ryan Philippi, who's a big actor. And like, I was like, he's a f- movie star. Like, mm-hmm. of course this is getting picked up. You had a big part. It was really too. strange. It, we, well, I murdered him in the pilot. He, yeah. he, he like becomes this kind of Frankenstein detective that comes back to life. But uh, my character was the one that it, and it was him. so intense. And, and I like, got to do all these awesome scenes with Ryan Philippi who, for, who for me, like growing up, I remember like watching like, Cruel intentions and like you know he's great in McGruber he's he's great and I I've still never seen it I've ne- I've never you never even, will never got to see it and never will but I went there and I filmed the scenes with him and I you shot were away it. from your family your brand new baby for two weeks a week and a half I remember it, was, wa- like it was a while yeah, being in Vancouver like I was uh, so jealous he was in Vancouver too that was so cool yeah um, but yeah this industry is so wild but I just think it's so incredible that you are I deserve your sympathy. Uh, no, so no it's, it's not that. Yeah. It's not I like know, I'm like, oh, I, poor actors. I know, but I just it's hate complaining that. about it, but I don't think people... Uh, We're not complaining. I'm just explaining how crazy it is. It's so yeah. crazy. Like, even, you know, like, this is not the same thing at all. Like, my career is very different than yours. It's very opposite in many ways. But, like, just all the different weird things that I've done in my career, people would say my, I've had a successful career, but I still feel yeah. like I am clawing my way 
to stay even like I don't feel like I've climbed a ladder at all. I feel like I just have been oh, come on. taking my my fingernails are going to fall off from how hard I've been clawing onto the bottom step of the ladder the for a whole decade. It never feels like Love, you you're like a le- you're an absolute legend. Well, I think the same of you, but that's how this industry feels. Am I wrong? Like it feels like no matter how hard I, yeah. you work and try, you're never going to get to that top of the ladder. So it's so important to like appreciate the moments that you're in and the opportunities if you, if you do meet, get. Like an actor or performer who's secure, run away because that person also <laughs> murders people. And it's a liar. <laughs> um, no, I'm sure they exist. I, you and I both <laughs> have anxiety pretty badly, so I feel like that might have. No, something I, to do I with think it. a lot of actors are insecure, and it's, I think it's it's a strange. It's the strangest job. It's so strange. It's so but weird. But it is so cool that you are on Good Trouble, and I can't wait for people to it's see it. It's such a good show. It's such a cool show. Like everything that they do there, and the writers they have, and the the other actors. It's such a great, um, awesome thing to be a part of. It airs on Freeform Wednesday nights at ten, and then Hulu the next day. And I start on it tonight. If you're listening to this when this podcast podcast comes out on March third. Uh, and then we'll see how that journey goes. I for Matt. It's really hard. Matt Gordon. I didn't know his last name was Gordon. You hear it here first. You heard it here first. This is an exclusive. <laughs> an exclusive. <laughs> you heard it here first. This is an exclusive. Well, sounds like a superhero name, Matt Gordon. It does. It sounds well. You know what I thought of? I thought of Gordo from Lizzie McGuire, which is like don't know what that is. <gasps> Is that you a don't thing? know who Gordo is? <laughs> no, I is, are I, you? Is Gordo a person or a thing? I am upset. Are you serious? Lizzie have you never McGuire? Liz, have you never watched Lizzie McGuire? <laughs> no, I had friends. What's wrong with you? Why haven't you watched Lizzie McGuire? What's wrong? I was busy living. Who I was, hurt you? I was cutting up Stretch Armstrongs in the woods. I was busy. Lovey. What? You don't know who Gordo is? No. Are you? I am upset. Levy Gordo is like Lizzie McGuire is like she's supposed to be with Gordo, her best friend. <laughs> her, him, and Miranda is her other best friend. I love Lizzie McGuire. The movie's everything. Paolo, get out of here. It's so good. You got to see it. Brings us to our I'm... next sponsor, <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> our next sponsor is not Lizzie McGuire, um, but we do have another sponsor. It's not Lizzie McGuire. It is Audible. I love Audible. I've actually worked with Audible before so many times in the past, um, and I keep going back to them because I love them so much. I think it's a really great company. Do so, they have like Lizzie McGuire books on Audible that you could listen we're to? We're going to have to find out. I'm okay. sure there is. Well, I haven't searched for that, but now I know what I'm searching for tonight. Gordo probably wrote a book. <laughs> Audible, if you don't know what it is and you've been living under a rock, Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and so much more. I love it because I I am not a good reader. I've never been a good reader ever since I was a little girl. It's really hard for me to focus when I'm reading. My mind wanders and I just, I have to reread the same page 800 times before I actually know what it says. Dyslexic. That's not dyslexia. That's ADHD. (laughs) But I do have that. And it makes it really hard for me to read things. But then I feel like I'm missing out on so many things that everyone else is talking about. Great books that other people have read. To go back and, and read. 
Yeah, I'm not going to go read Hurt nothing. your eyes. You can just listen to it. Not only that. Paper but, cuts. <laughs> not only that, though. It's not just about if you don't like to read. It's wonderful because you can listen to it while you're doing other things. I love to multitask. So if you're cleaning up the house, if you're, you know, on a long drive somewhere, anything like that, you can listen to a book. And so um, I just think it's wonderful. With everything you love to listen to all in one app, Audible Plus is your playlist for life. New members can always try Audible Plus for 30 days free. That means no dollar dollar bills. That's what that means. Free. With a membership, you get access to audiobooks, podcasts, theatrical performances, and unique Audible originals. You can download and stream without limit, and you can listen offline anytime, anywhere. Just download the Audible app to get started. Most recently, we started listening to Little Blue Truck by Alice Shirtle. Classics. Well, and this is why, you guys, I've discovered a whole new reason why Audible is amazing. Because we don't have to read it. Exactly. <laughs> Do you understand? Toddlers make you reread the same book a billion times. Yeah. I tap I was, out after at about 50, put I was put like, Audible wait a minute. Game. We have an out. And I hadn't even realized we had yeah. an out. But they have books for kids on there. And you can just have someone else read the book to your kid. Now, I'm not saying I don't love reading it's books to Flynn. It's parenting. I do love <laughs> reading books to Flynn. But after the 50th time, you're like, someone else is going to read this now. So that's the thing also, we Also, if you're like driving is, or something. It's yes, cool. of course. So if you guys uh, want to have someone else read a book to your child, or <laughs> if you just want to try out Audible, visit audible.com slash relaxpod or text relaxpod to 500-500. That's audible.com a-u-d-i-b-l-e dot com slash relax pod r-e-l-a-x-p-o-d go check it out you guys you will love it all right and that's what i have to say about that but anyway then you can find out what happens to that little blue truck it gets crazy it actually kind of does just kind of drives around with his frog friend no, it kind of does get crazy. I'm not though. knocking the little blue truck. Don't books, give away the plot, but, but it's like, like well, it does no, get kind of crazy. There's several of them, and it's just always this truck driving around with this frog, and he's got to stop by all the different animals' house for a different holiday. Like, right? They should just like insert holiday here. Right. Well, um, you guys, I wanted to talk about what we did recently because it was really fun. We took a little vacay for a couple days to the I love weirdest. How you call, whenever we go away for like a night, you're like, it's vacation. We're going, I love, I'm saying actually like that. Like it's, it's, is that not a vacation? I, I think a vacation is, I don't want to go down this road, but like a week, like, wait, there's a time limit on vacations. Yeah. There's a getaway. Then there's a vacation. Yeah. Huh. I don't want to start a thing. It's not starting a thing. I just, I just don't take the, a vacation a week away is not something I would ever do. A vacation so. is like you're taking, you've taken a week of vacation. You're taking a vacation, like going, going away for the weekend is going away for the weekend. Like, or just sometimes we it would be just a night for us. And you're like, well, we're on vacation now, which I yeah. lo- I was started this by saying I like this because it puts you in that mindset. You're like, yeah, even though it's just a night, my vacation. vacation. Of course, yeah. it's vacation. I just. Um, OK, anyway, we went on a getaway, so. I guess, if you're a, you want to be went away negative about just, it. Like talk like a normal I went person. Away, but that could be like you went to like, I don't know, some lame little like town to like go pick up something or drop something off. Like you went away for the weekend. That doesn't sound like a fun thing. It's a vacation. Sounds fun to me. What do you oh mean? Oh my gosh! Whatever. <laughs> we went on a vacation. It was a vacation. We, it was we two did, nights. 
but we didn't like go okay we're not going to get into this argument we're not get, <laughs> doing this again this is not going to be another argument episode it was really cool though we found this airbnb that was like a mirror cabin it was a small box that had essentially just a bed and a nightstand in it and it was the it was surrounded by like mirrors so when you look at it you look like you're in the middle of woods because it's just reflecting the other trees yeah and- it was an architectural uh decision to, it was a really minimalist cool. decision because when you look at the structure, you're not really seeing it. You're seeing reflections of other trees and greenery and grass. So it kind of almost is invisible. Inside it is not all mirrors. Yeah. They weren't two-way mirrors. It was just half of it was. And then the other half was glass facing a, a creek infested with poison oak. Oh, yeah. To the gills. Bad. But it was beautiful. And then there was also like a cute like other cabin that was made out of like really bizarre and cool eclectic like window window frames frames. and there was a chicken coop and you could get fresh eggs and then you could cook the chicken eggs in the outdoor kitchen. I did. I made two of them. Outdoor kitchen. Yeah. Separate structure. Yeah. Separate structure. And there's another structure that was like an outhouse but it was like a fancy cool like really nice. It was well done. Yeah. Really beautiful. Really cool. So Outdoor shower man. I'm telling you. And I said this to you on the trip like my my number one thing if we ever move is that the house like if this was house hunters, mm-hmm. I, I would tell the realtor, I insist there's an outdoor shower. Why the realtor? Insist. This is something you can build for like a dollar. Like it's is it just, just a, a few. It's like this a hose and some wood planks. There's like, something about an outdoor shower, man. You would. Here's the thing. The freedom. You would never use it. If it were here, it's. I think it's a vacation thing, love. I the think it's something you like, you like on a getaway. You know what I'm Maybe. saying? But I just, I love that. I well, I know he did love the outdoor shower. Showering outdoors. He loved it. I did not partake in the outdoor shower, but um, we had a blast. We had so much fun. It was magical. It was a nice little reset button. It was, um, there was no service, no Wi-Fi, which was frustrating at times, but also really nice to just like sit. And all we could do was look at the stars and talk about the universe and life and yeah. You know, our favorite artists growing up and like you made cookies in a pan like it on was a hot so plate. fun uh it was yeah, so that fun. was very cool that you were like so game uh, not you know to be somewhere without service or wi-fi we could get service if we took like a 20 to 30 minute walk up a hill to check on uh, on our son just so you know uh but for you to be at wi-fi without wi-fi yeah or service for two days is like a big uh, deal, and you're the one who found this place and booked it. So, yeah. Shockingly, I think all of your yeah. family thought it was me, and I was torturing you. You initiated. No, I think and you have. This. You have really. Um, you're the only person who has ever done something like this to me, where you've really changed me into a whole different person. I'm well, a whole I grew new up, me. I grew up camping. I've never a lot with been my actual camping. father, and I was in Boy Scouts. I didn't make it. Didn't make it to Eagle Scout, but. I, enjoy, mm. I enjoyed camping with my friends and a uh, little canoe, canoeing. Yeah, it was not my experience growing up. I never did camping. Stuff. The outdoors, hikes. Yeah. You you don't even go outside. No, I don't really like the outside that I, I Well, here's the thing. I really do. I, I love when I'm in nature. I, I love it. And I'm very much like, I feel like I have a childlike spirit in the sense that I'm like very much in awe. Like I'm like, isn't how many times I go like, isn't this so cool? This is amazing. Look at this rock. Like, I think it's incredible and amazing. It's just, you you've always told me that you were, you're like a beach kid that you would, you would be like, just go to the beach when you were a child in Santa Barbara. Like Mm -hmm. what an amazing place to get to grow up. And you would would just stay at the beach all day. Yeah, so I would wake up and just put on a bathing suit. Like, I never put on clothes. Like, I put on clothes. Like, that sounds weird. But, like, Rachel and I would wake up in the morning, and we would put on 
bikinis or bathing suits or whatever and we'd get in the car and we'd pick up in and out or burger king or whatever burger king random but they used to have really bomb chicken tenders and they don't anymore and then we I would go yeah. <laughs> and then we would um go to the beach and just kind of sit there until we were over it and then go home and we'd just like lay in the sand and we'd go like body surfing and look for shells and whatever else i mean and we'd just explore Santa Barbara has some really cool beaches. And so we would explore like the cliffs and the caves in our cliffs and look for seals and sea otters and whatever. Starfish. But see that, that, that to me, why don't you like being outside in the, like the woods then? Well, it's not that I don't like it. I, I, you're making me like it. I hate bugs and bugs are like my main thing. Like I just like, I really but hate bugs. Bugs aren't really, I guess mosquitoes are a thing. No, all bugs. But they're not I, really like, bugs aren't really like, they're around. Yeah, but just because they're around, they're not like trying to bother you, or maybe they're like flying towards a light. Have they told you they're you? not trying to bother me? How do you know this? Have you well, spoken to them? Well, I'm just saying, being at Did the beach to, to me, I can't I be at the beach for more than like an hour because then you just feel like salty and dirty. Like you, got the you feel sand. dirty when you're camping. I don't, you're I'm dirty. saying, if you feel dirty or I feel like if you're at the beach all day, whereas like the woods, you're like, oh, but there's bugs. There's, there's sharks well, at the ocean. Okay, the sharks, you have like a one in 10 millionth chance to get bit by a shark, first of all. Crabs that bite your toes. Crabs are cool. Second of all, woods are scary. The beach is not scary. The beach is just beautiful. Woods is like, that's where every murder happens. That's where they dump bodies. That's the other thing about, yeah. And and so woods are scary. They've always been scary to me. I don't, like, the thought of them freaks me out when I'm there. It always takes me a while to get over, like, how terrified I am of getting killed. Like, and... Yeah, I want to talk about that. Because like, what if someone had come into the campsite that we were at? We had no service. We had no Wi-Fi. There would have, we were so Sitting far from people. There was ducks. no way for us to get help. Like, that's scary I wouldn't have me. even fought it. I would have just been like, yep. Figured so, it. Yeah, that's, that's. I, we, as, but worse than that is the bugs. I would, I, the biggest thing is the bugs. Not oh. even, I, the more than the fear of death is the, not the fear, the dis, like the hatred for bugs. I really, well, really despise them. No I think, bug bit you. No bug. Came it doesn't, no, they annoy me. And they come in my face and they're like super obnoxious and get too close and they're like zzz, buzzing in your ears and like getting in your nose and they just get on your stuff and they're crawling over. There, it's there. I hate, there's not a bug I've ever. I met. see. I've hit on a hot topic well, with you. I just don't like when people are like what's a, what's a bad bug. Like, I've never <gasps> met a bug that I've been like that's a great bug. Like I love that bug. I'm so happy that bug is here. Like, I like praying mantises. I feel like a really no, they're cool. gross. They're Ugh. disgusting. I think all bugs are gross. Okay. We I hate get them it. all. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about because we watch a lot of true crime documentaries. Uh, uh, almost obsessed. We watch Forensic Files of, every night. Yeah, literally every so night. So then to be in this like essentially glass square, which architecturally did not provide for locks on the doors. So I don't yeah. know if you said that. We also couldn't lock the door. Like it would matter. We were in a literally yeah. 10 foot by 10 foot glass square, like in the middle of nowhere with no service, no Wi-Fi in the woods. And our view was just dark woods. And I feel like I saw a couple of tweets where people like pointed out in your vlog that they could see like, it looked like there's red there. dots. I, as soon as I saw that picture, I was like, Oh yeah, of course there was someone just watching us filming us. Yeah. Is that, but it, did we figure out that that was true? I think it was like, true? I don't know. Someone was like, you're an idiot. That's a tree. Like someone was really rude to me and was like, you're so stupid. Stop being dramatic. That's obviously a tree. And was like really mad. But I, well, if they were there like the whole time, like it was, it, it, it kind of vulnerable, but I wonder if that's like, if there's a heightened sense of vulnerability because of like, um, how much of that content we consume. 
Mm-hmm. Plus also whenever I'm in an, I don't know if anybody else listening does this, but whenever I'm at like an Airbnb or some kind of circumstance like that, like that's desolate, I immediately am, am like thinking like, oh, I've seen horror movies that start like this. Right. This would be a good horror movie as beginning. And I'm like writing a horror movie, like, oh, I should write a horror movie that starts off like the exact experience I'm having on this vacation. Mm-hmm. And I, the whole time I'm thinking about like, oh, yeah, this is where the person would get Lovey, you're Murder. imagining me dying Not on a vacation? No, I'm just saying that, like, uh, I'm psyching myself out, like, that, like... Well, you just said this uh, is where this like, person would die. I'm the only other person who was there. So you're oh, imagining I'm, me dying no, on this vacation? We're on a romantic couple's vacation, and the whole time you're, like, daydreaming about my murder? I guess a little bit, Love. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Not me killing you. I'm like, oh, what I didn't like about this trip is there were some bugs, and you're like, well, I was daydreaming about your death. Yeah, but I, I wasn't doing it. I was like, just at that not point, helping, I, like, just tied watching. up, having to watch or something. I don't know. What? <laughs> I, I didn't get to the details. I'm just being like, oh, this is like a good setup for a horror movie. We should write a horror movie together. I literally said that to you when we were there. Yeah. Uh, it, it just made us both like, I think, more nervous oh my about. God. Uh, but it was fun. It was really fun. It was just um, a little, and we survived. A little murdery. It was. It was very fun. We had a blast. Yeah. And so when we were talking about the twenty trucks interview, we forgot that we we're going to have a big celebrity guest today that surely is going to win a bunch of awards You're for her so performance uh, in one of the most popular television shows. Elizabeth Olsen will be joining us on the podcast. That's what Eric keeps saying. Apparently she's coming, guys. But before she comes, I do want to talk about our next sponsor. I'm assuming Elizabeth Olsen is beautiful since her sisters are beautiful. It's a good segue. Speaking of beauty, there you go. the next sponsor is Function of Beauty. We've talked about them before and we're going to talk about them again, guys. Let's talk bangs. When you have bangs and you have really curly hair, you can't just like throw your hair up in a messy bun, or you can't just let your hair be down. Like I have to style it every day. Like I either have to straighten it or curl it or do something with it. I haven't or else noticed it looks you totally obsessing wacky about it at all. Oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> um, so because of that, there's a lot more heat happening on my hair and I can feel it starting to get more damaged, which is why I'm so grateful for Function of Beauty because they are helping me take better care of my hair as I fry it. So Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair's specific needs. And here is how you get started. First, you take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little bit about your hair type, your hair goals, such as if you want to lengthen or volumize or damage control, which is what I need. Because your hair changes with the season or if you get bangs, you can change your hair goals before every shipment. Next, you choose your color and your fragrance. I chose a floral scent and I always pick lavender for my color because it's just so pretty. Then Functions team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula and delivers it right to you. Every ingredient Function of Beauty uses is vegan and cruelty-free and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicone-free if you'd like. There are over 54 trillion possible formulations and Function of Beauty has over real 50,000 five-star reviews. And Function of Beauty offers completely personalized formulas for body and skincare as well, so you can customize your beauty routine from hair to toe. So like I said, um, I really, really love Function of Beauty because you can customize it too. And I've noticed a big difference. And like when I chopped all my hair off uh, when I was doing Waitress, at that time, I got the lengthening 
kind I remember that. Yeah, because I was like, I want my hair to grow story. back. And now I'm more about like damage control because I'm frying the matutes, magoots out of my hair. But anyway, we love it. We both have it and um, we highly recommend. So never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash relax to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash relax to let them know that we sent you and get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash relax. Go check it out. All right, guys. So apparently now. This is exciting. Our first celebrity interview. You're so dumb. It's good prep for, for what? tunes next week. Oh my God. Basically, Eric thinks I'm good at impressions and he keeps telling me to do impressions of people. Which I'm not good at impressions. Like so you're I'm great. I have. I can I tell them about my folder. Sure. I have a folder, like a notes folder, in my phone, where every time she does like an impression, I'm like, oh, and I go to the folder and I write it down. So I have this long list of over the years of all the, the amazing impressions. When he says when she she's does done, an impression, I'm not going around the house like practicing impressions of people. It's not, like I'm not saying you're doing that. I'm just saying you're an incredible. I'm literally you're like this vocally not. trained, like you have such great intonation and control of your voice. Like it makes sense that you would be great at impressions and you are phenomenal at it. Like could have been on SNL and cr- destroyed. And I stand by that. I truly believe no. that. But for some reason, you're uh, incredibly shy and insecure because about I, that. And I cannot I have do been texted at four in the morning say, hey, don't ever ask me to do impressions on the podcast again or because I'll kill he, you. he's like he's like you got to do a video about all your impressions we got to do it on the podcast we do all your impressions and I, the thing is i don't so have good. impressions what i can do is like if we're watching tv and someone says a sentence funny i will imitate the sentence i have just heard i don't think other people can do that and sound just like the person and have like that touchstone to whereas you kind of get this who this person is like you're great you're no, great I'm at impressions not, so nuts and i'm, I'm not by the way i'm not, not allowed to say of who i can't i'm not allowed to open <laughs> this notes folder on my phone and tell you all all the amazing impressions that she does i literally cannot you've never heard Anyway, he has this list of impressions and it's very funny to me because I don't feel like I can do impressions at all. I don't know why you're so obsessed with them. So I said, I will never do these impressions. And so now there's this idea floating around that I will do impressions of people that I know nothing. Like, I don't even know who they are. I know nothing about them. Yeah. It's, it's like in the vein of like the, uh, the other kind of like movie quote and games that we've done. Like. Like, I have to try to pretend like I know who this person is. You don't have to like, do an impression of them. Uh, no, but, like, well, I you can't just... if I don't know who they are. Right. So apparently there is someone called Elizabeth Olsen. That's... You're probably aware of her Like, Well, existence. I know that her sisters are the most iconic people on the right. planet. Um, but I don't know anything well, else about Well, now they're not going to believe that she's actually here, love. Oh, my God. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Oh, what? oh, am I gone now? Who am I? Am I me? Am I her? Okay. Here she is. Oh, I'm here already. The number one actress on the planet right now. Everybody's talking about her and her talent and Are her they? and her show. <laughs> Are they? Her, yes, it's the number one show right now. Everybody's talking about it. WandaVision on Disney Plus. Yes. It's the on Disney. Star, well, you would know. I mean, I was like just check testing. You didn't you. know what network? No, I didn't. Very, very popular show. I don't show think about on. those kind of things. Yeah, you know? you're humble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen is here. Lizzie, as they call her. Yes. Everyone calls me Lizzie. Yeah, because, you know, my sisters are so famous and we're like Uh child stars. 
I was very, very jealous of them when I was little. So I was like, I want to be a child star. And I wasn't. And so I was just like, you know what? Call me Lizzie because I love Lizzie <laughs> McGuire, um, which you would know, right? You've seen Lizzie McGuire. Everyone's seen Lizzie no, McGuire. Oh, that's shocking. That's really? weird. Oh, I guess you weren't in the podcast. Studio no, I earlier wasn't here. We earlier. That. No. Uh, yeah, that's it's it's funny. You, you're talking about um, your your family and, and mm-hmm. how you do have two older twin sisters who mm-hmm. are, are very famous because the Internet recently. Uh, found out, found out that you guys were related and were surprised. And it was really strange to me. Like people didn't know that you, Elizabeth Olsen, the star of WandaVision, were the younger sister of the Olsen twins. Like a lot of people didn't know that. How many people? Is that they surprising think have, to you? Yes. How many people do you think have the last name Olsen? I can think it's a very common last name, actually. Is it? I think so. No, it's also, not. But also, you look alike. We do look alike. Yes. Uh-huh. You got your start in acting like maybe you got the bug if you will Mm -hmm. appearing in some of their films how the west was fun Mm -hmm. you appeared as girl in car yes do you remember that can you tell me about about your role as girl in car in how the west was fun (laughs) you know there's a lot of prep that went into that role yeah you wouldn't know that four years old i know it was it was a lot i had to really really i'm a method actor so yeah well, that I was, shows now in your work. Of course. So I, you know, all... The range. Week. Truly. The weeks leading up to that, I was just in cars. <laughs> prepping. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you later ap- appeared famously, of course, in an episode of Full House as Girl with Flowers. Yes. And that one was crazy prep because I just... Would you, let me get... Uh, can I <laughs> guess? Did you for weeks walk around holding flowers? Um, no. Oh. I was with flowers. <laughs> just, just around <laughs> just them? Just had them around. That's so um, cool. Yeah, it was, that was a really tough role. Did they, uh, did they teach you about acting? Did they teach you how to act? Did they, Yeah, see, uh, here's the thing is, I kind of got screwed by my sisters. I, you know, I looked up to them so much and I learned how to act from them. Mm-hmm. And so then when I, you know, grew up, became an adult and booked this job in WandaVision. <laughs> What's it called? WandaVision? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when I got this gig, and who who are you? Who do you play in WandaVision? I play Wanda's Your character's name. Wanda's little sister. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am girl. <laughs> girl with Wanda. Girl, girl with Wanda. Uh-huh. That's my character's name. Uh huh. And um, so yeah, Wanda and I are super tight. But she actually taught me something that, which blew my mind because I learned this from my sister. I got to set for WandaVision. And so we start shooting. And after, you know, we do a couple takes, I was like, hey, can, can we swap? You and Wanda? No, I thought, you know, I would have someone to come swap so I could have a break. Oh, because you're so used to seeing how your sisters how you worked. Act. Yeah. You know, when you're a twin, you you take time off whenever you want and someone else pops in. I don't want to eat this peanut butter you and jelly sandwich. Have, you, your sister comes in and does it. So I you thought just assumed that's what acting was like. Yeah, I thought they'd find someone who looked like me to come be on set. And At the just, age of 32, of you course. hadn't figured that out yet? Well, this is my first big gig, as you know. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I was under the impression that you were... I mean, since Girl with Flowers. In the Marvel Universe in like major Marvel movies before this. No one cares about this. Age of, age of, uh, age of, age of, Rock uh, of Ages, I think is yeah, what rock, think. Marvel, Rock of Ages. <laughs> it's a musical. <laughs> and, uh, and, and subsequent, and then, um, like Affinity War, Winter. Stars. Winter Stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weren't you in those Marvel movies before this? Yes, but to be honest, Marvel's stupid and no one likes it. <laughs> So those were kind of like, Matt, those were just silly. 
It's like filming a home video. You're you know? just like, I'll do it, I guess. I'll do it, I guess. Yeah. And it was like, no one wanted to be, it was stupid. And that's so quick too. Plus in those Marvel like adventure movies that where they, everyone's a action figure right. type person. You weren't so many masks and whatnot. The right. Because you, you play the famous superhero. Uh, cat girl. Cat. <laughs> Not cat, not to be confused with Catwoman. Different character. I only play younger well, sisters. Catwoman, I believe, is DC Comics, where Catgirl is Marvel Comics. Is that correct? Uh, sh- I don't know about the location from which they're from. <laughs> no, well, from wait. DC. <laughs> what oh, do you mean? No, love. I don't know where these comic people are from. Like I said, no one cares about Marvel. <laughs> so, since my role of Girl with Flowers, uh-huh. I've just been waiting for that next big break, and it just so happened to be Girl with Wanda. So the Marvel ones, <laughs> I didn't even have a name. I was just the cat girl. Like, uh, so anyway, thanks for having me here today. I'm so, we're so grateful to you. Good luck with the rest of uh, the series coming out and the rest of, uh, I'm sure, more work in the uh, Marvel verse. Yeah, I'm not going to do any more of those. Uh, and I think you're going to be winning an Emmy for this, Elizabeth or Lizzie. It's a as TV your show, you. Emmy. Uh-huh. Okay. What did I say? That's what you said. I just was confirming the information. Well, sometimes I, as an actor, you just film something. You're not really you concerned if it's a movie or a TV, or TV show, show. I wasn't quite sure. Web so. series. You never know. Well, congratulations Thank on... Uh, WandaVision. Yep. Now streaming. Good job. Oh, I'm back. It's me, Colleen. Hi. So um, You just missed a, our big celebrity interview. Where were you? I just went to sleep. So bored of her. <laughs> truly. Whoa. Truly. I think she's really nice. I have no idea what WandaVision is about. And I was so confused. When Eric and I talked about doing something like this, I was like, let's find a huge celebrity. And Eric was Wait like... We break the fourth wall here. Okay, but listen, he was like, what about Elizabeth Olsen? And I was like, what? That's so random. I, I just like think she's so like the random. number one uh, like trending celebrity this week. Yeah, so that's how that's why he chose her show. is because he went on to like IMDb and looked for like the most popular person this week. Yeah, they and got I think this everyone's... dumb thing called like a star meter, and it like rates who's I well, think it's whose IMDb page has been visited the most. Right. So I think everyone's trying to learn about everyone's searching Wandavision right now, and so because of that, it bumped up her rating. Yeah, or apparently something. she's amazing in the show, and apparently it's really great, like really really great. I'm not a big like superhero film. It's person. a superhero show i will never oh, right. watch We're not that doing thing anymore yeah yeah well yeah it's like her character after the avengers uh, movies it's like in, in that same world it's her and her superhero husband but like apparently it does this really kind of cool thing where they go through genres of uh i've heard it's confusing what am I, some idiot's gonna explain a tv show that he hasn't seen yeah, on a I podcast i don't like, know anything no. about it and i i honestly don't know anything about her other than she's mary kate nashley's sister she's I a mean, really good actress actor um that's awesome yeah. and i will i i was like after after we talked a great about guest she's a great guest when you said you were gonna do this um he told me yesterday i was like okay and he was like don't look anything up about her and i was like well she's in a tv show like i want to watch it but now that you told me it's about superheroes not a freaking chance i'm I, not gonna watch might, that i don't know you might like it because it no, seems very different like the first episode i started watching uh and it's like a 50 sitcom that they actually filmed in front of a lot like again an idiot who hasn't seen a tv show explaining it on a podcast probably not good yeah i don't know i'm just not i just i cannot get into that stuff i'm gonna watch it good you should i've heard it's great 
I want to talk about the next sponsor, which is Next Door. It's not actually physically Next Door. That's the name of the sponsor. Oh, love. Next yeah. Door. I'm aware because I have it on my phone. Right. Uh, you guys ever need to borrow a ladder or you can't find your power drill or maybe you actually have to borrow a cup of sugar? I've needed to do this many times. I need like an egg for cookies or a stick of butter or something. And I'm actually missing my power drill. Do you know where it it's is? It's upstairs. I actually oh, know exactly so I won't where it is. Don't put it in the app. Don't then. put it in the app. Uh, well, before you run out to the store and buy something, why not check with your neighbors on the Nextdoor app first? Nextdoor is a free app that securely connects verified neighbors so you always know what's happening in your local area. Post and read about your community in real time. Nextdoor is always relevant to where you live and you can access it right from your phone. Buy and sell items, find a last minute pet sitter, connect with interest groups, hear recommendations for local businesses, and share safety information. With Nextdoor, you can even count on your neighbors to help in any need-to-know situations such as timely weather concerns or local updates. For everything that's happening, there's Nextdoor, the free neighborhood hub. What we love about it is that it doesn't just connect you to your neighbors and what they're up to. It also connects you to everything nearby, local businesses, services, news updates, recommendations, and stuff for sale from the people down the block, which is great for us because Eric is always trying to find random things to like... I love random old furniture and he loves it. He loves to like. I got a hobby, guys. He likes to like make them paint things and I rebuild love, things. I scroll this thing like you scroll social media. Like I like. <laughs> I, I would prefer to just be looking at my neighbor's trash that they're just trying to sell <laughs> than like uh, I don't know. Surely you all have next well, door on your phone. Well, if you don't, go to nextdoor.com slash relax to sign up and see what your neighbors are talking about. Be sure to use the link to sign up so they know you support our show. That's nextdoor.com slash relax to join your neighborhood today. Don't forget to tell them who sent you by going to nextdoor.com slash relax. That's the most important part, guys. Relax. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, listen, we have a very exciting surprise for you. And that is (laughs) Devlin's Truck of the Day. Oh, we got Truck of the Day this week? Truck of the Day is happening right now. What truck is this? There's a plot twist in this Truck of the Day. Oh. All right. Oh, I was there. Get ready for it. Here it comes. Clint's Truck of the Day. Oh, Truck of the Day. What is today's truck of the day? A bird. A bird? He sees a bird out the window. He sees a bird outside. (laughs) What's the truck of the day today? A bulldozer. A bulldozer? Yeah. Oh. What does a bulldozer do? It pushes the dirt. It pushes the dirt. Dumps the dirt in a dump truck. Big wheels. Big, big wheels. wheels. Yeah. It has big wheels. And what's in front? What's that? Hmm? The bulldozer front. The bulldozer front. And what's in back? What's that? The, the effort speeder that scooped you up. Uh-huh. Is and this, it, what is this called? What is this? Is this a bulldozer? Front loader. Mama, front loader. Oh, sorry. It's a front end loader. Sorry, my bad. I, oh, so God. is the is the truck of the day a bulldozer or a front end loader? Oh, that one makes sound. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. The bulldozer, front loader. The bulldozer and front end loader. We got two trucks of the day. Two for one, mother truckers. No pun intended. It's loud. It's loud? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Are you all done with truck of the day? Okay. Lynn's <laughs> truck of the day. Lynn's truck of the day. Yay! I guess that's all for truck of the day today, folks. Lynn's truck of the day. <laughs> that was truck of the day. What a riveting. Two trucks in one? Who would have thunk? It was like it was like the ending of Sixth Sense, to where I was all of a sudden it you reveal so you, you realize that that the bulldozer was a was a front end loader the whole time, or was it a backhoe? These are the three trucks that I don't. I don't know. I can't tell the difference. They all have their own songs. Yeah, but uh, they got wheels, or some of them have tracks, but they can have that. That's not what distinguishes I don't them. Know. They have a thing I don't, in the bucket we need to, in the front. We'll talk to next week. Lynn knows, and you know who else knows? This twenty trucks, and we're going to talk to them next That's week. That's a good question, and we're going to ask them all about <laughs> this because they will be able to tell us next week. I cannot hype up this actual real interview we are so freaking anymore. excited it's embarrassing how excited i am for them so we'll ask them next week but flynn okay. had two trucks of the day today hope you enjoyed um and if you might have noticed if you're watching i'm like touching my nose a lot and it's because i'm a little insecure right now because we went through all of the reviews that we got on apple Podcasts, like all those reviews and someone was like i love you guys but colleen's sniffling i can't listen to your show because she just sniffles because i have really bad allergies i have ever since i got pregnant with flynn i've had the worst allergies ever and i'm always sniffling touching my nose rubbing my nose um and now i'm super i feel so bad i'm like oh no i've been sniffling in people's ears and they, some people probably like it there's only no the one, one per- likes that. There's probably only the one person complained so i think that i think that means that like 99 percent of our listeners are, are kind of I, find it endearing I, and comforting and like what's a is ASMR a thing? Not for sniffling. Is that a kink or is that just like they just, it's comforting? What? ASMR? What is, yeah, is, that is that a kink? Is that, it's not a sex thing? No, it's a, no, lovey. It's a, it's like a, um, it's an actual like scientific thing. There's like something in your brain. It like stimulates something in your brain when, when you hear like really soft sounds, like, I don't know what it is. It's, it's like relaxing like and releases. calming. Yeah, it releases some sort of like that's... serotonin or I don't freaking know the scientific term. I'm not a freaking scientist. I'm just an Olsen. But literally. Maybe not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, yeah, apparently like it really, it helps some people. It's the only way they can get to sleep. It's the only thing that calms their anxiety. Like it's like really like a wonderful thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. ASMR. Um, but no, that's not that's not what sniffling is. Sniffling, I don't think, is ASMR for anyone. I think it's just gross. <laughs> so I apologize to that person who was disgusted by my sniffles. But the reason we are looking through the reviews yeah, is because... Yeah, hey, I have to live with it. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, I was. we were we went through reviews um, for the podcast on Apple Podcasts specifically where you can leave five stars mm-hmm. and a, gl- a glowing review of this podcast. If you want. Uh, if you want, and I was I was looking for them, and I, I um because this helps our podcast, this helps yeah. us. Uh, uh, so we so we hear if you because I know a lot of people watch it on YouTube, which is amazing and totally makes sense because my wife is the most attractive and hottest person on the planet. So of course you want to see her while she talks. So it makes sense mm. that you would watch slash listen on YouTube, but it also helps us to uh, continue to do this if you uh, listen to it. On, on other apps and, and you know leave some uh some stars and, and reviews apparently that um that helps and so when looking at these uh i i got an idea you used to do a song or uh in your live show mm-hmm. called the hate comment song you have done a couple of them yeah and i think they're i think you just think it's so funny that Thank you do you. these hate comment songs yes. where you sing you kind of lyricize actual hate comments into a, a song. 
And I just think that was so great. And so I thought naturally for this podcast, uh, one of us is a musical comedian who has a music degree and, you know, training in singing and has a Netflix comedy special where she sang comedy songs. I thought naturally I would Mm -hmm. uh, sing a song. Eric wrote a hate comment song, apparently. Well, they're not all hate comments. It's just a comment song. Okay. Uh, from our reviews, I didn't like write a song. I kind of just scored existing. These are all verbatim existing reviews on Apple uh, Podcasts, and I just kind of uh, scored it. Okay. And I'm gonna. I get to hear it now, uh, and you're gonna get to hear it. Mm-hmm. And I think my heart rate has gone up <laughs> significantly. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric's uh, going to serenade that, us, which if you is can hear amazing. That, it's comforting to your brain. So if you guys want to be in a future song, uh, if Eric's going to write more, maybe songs, y- yeah, leave a then you guys- five star glowing review, <laughs> <laughs> and you might be in the next. Oh my god! I think I will keep doing this. Okay, because I think uh, it's going to be a hit. <sighs> I'm excited for this. Yeah, this was an idea that I certainly had. It wasn't uh, me. I didn't think of doing this. I know. I just, yeah. Yep. He was like, I have this idea to do it. Like, naturally, it's me. Okay. So, singing on a podcast with Colleen Ballinger. And I'm just going to watch. Yeah. (laughs) Creepy. I love it. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, This is a surprise for me, too, guys. I'm very excited right now. I think it's going to be a surprise for all of us because I I don't know what I'm, I'm doing. I'm excited. Let's hear it. Here we go. Okay. I like it already. OMG, I love listening to this when I working and doing stuff around the house. Highly recommend. One star. Oh, come on! <laughs> One star? <laughs> I couldn't finish the latest episode Because Colleen kept sniffling into the mic It was loud and distracting I told you! (laughs) Five stars I'm sorry, I have allergies But five stars. stars Five stars, thank you respected this pod until Colleen poo-pooed Star Wars upside down smiley face four stars that's pretty good four stars sorry I don't like Star Wars I don't sound I don't like it I just don't get it I am 11 years old named Fiona I am your biggest fan it would make my day if you could give me a shout out or just say Fiona in one of your videos. Fiona! Here you go! Edit. Also, I'm so sorry about your miscarriage. <laughs> Five stars. Oh my god. At least we got five stars out of that. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Best podcast ever. Totally recommend. But just to warn you, 
It does cuss, but that's fine with me. <laughs> Five stars. Why? She's Louise. We are so sorry about your miscarriage. Upside down smiley face Expecting a full song. I thought you would do like a little jingle. Yeah, that was like a song. I think that was just kind of a cathartic experience for me. What I like to know, and if no one else got anything out of that, that's great. I feel better. You know what? Um, thank you for all the reviews of our podcast that said, yeah, and for your, <laughs> sorry about the miscarriage. Your, yeah, and for your sympathy, like genuinely, but like, yeah, yeah no, I don't know. Literally. I just, it was, I saw a lot of that. And so like that ended up, uh, finding its way into me writing that that's very little funny. thing or scoring. I just, it just kind of like, I was like, oh, well, that's obviously the chorus. That's good job. Love way love to you. make, way I to make you. art out of our little <laughs> devastating situation but i loved it i love you too it was, was awesome. it was honestly cathartic for that me. was way better than any hate comment song i've ever written that's so, certainly not true uh it was i loved it that was really good so highly recommend uh yeah if you want to be in the next one yeah i guess we're gonna hop on apple podcast give up the next song only going to be five star reviews. So if you want to be in it, you got to leave yeah, five stars. Yeah, only five star reviews. Please, no one stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, let's move on from the uh, the bad stuff that's happened to us. <laughs> yeah, so uh, basically, we just want to say thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to all of you for watching and listening and uh, for leaving great reviews. Yeah, thanks and- for like as we're figuring this out, because we didn't really know, we're figuring out what yeah. We want to do here and thank you for having patience with us and listening and supporting us because uh it's so fun for us to do this. Um and we're learning and uh and we're growing into it and figuring it out. Yeah, so thank you. And also thank you to the people who've been sending in your covers of our theme song. We're gonna go oh, out on yes. a great one today. Very musical episode. Yes, very musical. So um keep sending those in, keep sending in suggestions of things you want us to talk about and all that. There on was a Twitter. bunch this week. I wish we could play them all. Yeah. Maybe we'll at some point play all the covers, Maybe but we like will. at this point we're just gonna be able to play like one. But thank you for everyone who's been submitting them. We love them all. We love you, and we will see you. Next week on Relax. Good Trouble tonight. Go watch it. Go watch Good Trouble. Also, we have these. Oh, yeah, we got merch. Goodbye. Bye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're stuck in our homes. But now we've got big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of their podcast.